you ever hoped that things would get better? Dreamed of a bright future or looked for a better outcome? You believe in God, but you can't see him. Well, he's there and all we need to do is look for the sunrise. God offers us new beginnings and new birth. The opportunity to lay down our past failures. That's what this podcast is all about. The coming of light. It's about seeing the sunrise and seeing a chance for change for a bright future and about seeing the sun, the S-O-N, rise. It is an open door to the hidden soul where hope, help, and healing resides. This is episode one of See the Sunrise, and I am so glad you are here as we kick off this journey. Today, we're going to be talking about anxiety, and there is a book that's coming out real soon, so be on the lookout. And this is only one piece of that book. You can follow me on Instagram at Mamie Johnson Ministries or on Facebook at Like Me at Mamie Johnson Ministries or also on Twitter at Mamie Johnson Men. That's Mamie Johnson M-I-N. So today I'm going to share with you just one portion from that book. And one of the things that I've learned when it comes to anxiety is that um, it can happen to anyone. And this excerpt from the book today is on unmet expectations. There are a number of emotions that flow through a mother upon seeing her baby for the first time. There's love, fear, protection, anxiety, what now? What am I supposed to do? How do I care for this small human being? What will he or she become? These are not new experiences and they don't stop, but they continue all the way into adulthood. Mary, the mother of Jesus, likewise had those same feelings. Um, In Luke 2.48, we hear, when his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. We have certain expectations based on human understanding that's influenced by social norms. A child has expectations of their parents and parents have expectations of their children. When these expectations aren't met, It sets up confusion and a need to understand who you are and why such internal confusion. Jesus' life was purposed. Mary was told what was going to occur from his conception up until the time he would fulfill God, his father's mission. Not only was his mother Mary told about his future and his ultimate purpose, but his earthly father, Mary's espoused husband, Joseph, was also told of God's plan for him. Notice Mary's comments when speaking to Jesus concerning his whereabouts. She said, your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Anxiety is a human emotion and it's brought on by fear of the unknown. Neither Mary nor Joseph should have been surprised by Jesus's absence since they were already made aware of the role that Jesus would play for humanity. We have been given God's word to reassure us that whatever we go through, things will be all right. And yet, when uncertainty comes, fear reigns. Anxiety is a human emotion, but God's word is the anecdote to calm and allay such fears. The problem is that it often seems too good to be true that God can fix insurmountable situations. A number of years ago, I met a young woman whose husband was experiencing a medical dilemma. We weren't friends. I knew nothing about her. But for some reason, the Lord allowed our paths to cross. It was during a time while working in corporate America, proselytizing wasn't openly allowed, but 
we are who we are. And I would share the message of Christ whenever an opportunity presented itself. <laughs> anyway, one day, this young woman's manager called me and asked if I would speak to her. Of course, my response was, <laughs> about what? She never talked to me, never engaged me in small talk or otherwise. He said, I think you can help her. My bold stance regarding my faith was no secret. So not knowing what the situation was, I called her. I told her that her manager thought I should talk to her. She asked where I was and that she would be there in a few minutes. The young woman came to my office and as she sat down, she began to cry. She shared that her husband had been diagnosed with a brain tumor and that this was, the first occur this was not the first occurrence. Somehow it had come back and she was frightened because she didn't know what to expect. I immediately thought of the scripture, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. However, she was not in a place to hear those words. She wanted peace, immediate peace, something that would quiet her inner turmoil and the negative possibilities that could result during a surgery. Remember, anxiety is a human emotion, and in order to dispel or suppress these emotions when they rise, you must have confident faith as well as the knowledge of the power of God. So what did I do? Inwardly, I sought the Lord's guidance, and then I began to pray as the Spirit guided me. To say I wasn't a bit apprehensive would not be totally honest, but I trusted that the Lord would give me the words to say. So I prayed that the Lord would give me her, give me her peace or give her peace and that she would trust him. But before the prayer ended, I prayed that God would heal him without the need for surgery. I was astonished, but so was she as she stared at me with a look of shock, but also a look of, could it really be possible? So a few weeks passed and her husband was preparing for surgery. The day before his surgery, the doctor had him come in so that they could identify where the tumor was and exactly where they needed to operate. She called me and shared this information, but I told her we were going to still believe God was going to heal him. I asked her to call me on the day of the surgery to let me know how things were going. You know, I had faith that God could heal him, and I too for a moment experienced a bit of anxiety, but I had to pray and trust God and trust him in what he told me to do and rely on the confident faith I had in him. On the day of the surgery, I received a phone call and this young man's wife was on the phone crying. I didn't know what to expect and I asked, what's the matter, are you okay? Through tears, she said. They had a picture of his x-ray from the day before, but they wanted to take another picture before the surgery began. They wanted to be sure they were cutting in the right place. Through almost undecipherable tears, she said, the tumor is gone. How did you know? When faced with the unknown, it is easy to doubt or believe in miracles. Or it isn't easy to, to, to believe in miracles, but God, through his word, is telling us to trust him. It was nothing I did that healed this young man. What I did do, however, was follow the spirit of the living God by doing what I was asked to do. It was in doing so that I prayed this woman's faith was increased and that she would grow deeper in her faith in God to rely on him when unforeseen circumstances appear. She was a Christian and she believed in God, 
but she came to me at a time she needed reassurance. When the angel Gabriel was sent to Mary to visit her, her initial feeling was trouble because she did not know what to expect. But don't miss what she did as a result of being unsettled. Mary asked questions. It's okay to ask God the things that you may not understand. If you, you would find in her visit with her, with her cousin Elizabeth, we hear this message. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angels went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled. Hear that. She was troubled at his word and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin? The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she, who was said to be unable to conceive, is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. And then the angel left her. The first thing the angel did when, when he sensed Mary's fear was to calm her fears. And he said, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Notice, Mary's questions were not about what will people think or how will I explain this? No, her questions were based on her understanding of the process of conception and her limited understanding of the power of God. Not expecting the unexpected or the seemingly impossible sets off fear. The angel, when he appeared to Mary, told her, do not be afraid. Clearly, the events she was experiencing left her perplexed, although her response was, may your word be fulfilled. You can see from the angel's response that he knew that fear would be a natural response to the news she had just heard. So to provide further confirmation, he told her that her barren relative, who was past past childbearing age, was going to have a child. Both messages from Gabriel appeared implausible, however, God would use two undeniable individuals to demonstrate you can trust in him. While we have been speaking primarily about Mary, we mustn't forget Joseph in this story of anxiety and the unexpected. This is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. In Joseph's culture, an engagement required that the woman remain chaste prior to marriage, and, jo and Joseph was faithful to the law. Obviously, Mary's very prominent belly suggested that she had been unfaithful. How was Mary to prove to Joseph that her pregnancy was not by any physical means, but by the Spirit of the living God? From what we know, Mary was a good woman with a good reputation, 
and one would perceive he loved her. However, the evidence was clear. She was pregnant and not by him. That would create anxiety. Joseph and Mary's culture further suggested that she be stoned to death or disgraced publicly. Neither was Joseph's desire, so he decided to divorce her secretly, allowing her to marry another man. Joseph's lack of understanding caused fear, but not for himself, but for his espoused bride, Mary. Apparently, he had great affection for her and didn't want to see her put to death. As you can see from Joseph's reaction, that his anxiety or concern was brought on not by something he did, don't miss this, but by the result of what was happening to someone he loved and had planned to marry. The human response to danger, whether real or unreal, is either fight or flight. And although Joseph's situation may not be perceived as dangerous, to himself it could be catastrophic for Mary creating such, you know, much thought as to what to do. First, he experiences alarm in hearing that his soon-to-be bride is pregnant, which created stress. Stress can affect your thoughts and feelings and your behavior. He doesn't want Mary to be experience any public humiliation, nor, more seriously, he didn't want her to be killed. So he considers secretly divorcing her. However, before he could reach the exhaustion stage of fight or flight, the angel of the, the, angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, spelling out his plan and what the involvement would be in the plan in God's plan. But after he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Hear that word afraid again. Don't be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. There are things in our life that we simply do not understand. Knowing God and having a relationship with him is what dispels the uncertainties and confusion that we feel in those times. The word said Joseph thought on these things. What things? He thought about the idea that Mary could possibly be pregnant outside of an intimate relationship with another man. His was a natural human reaction or thought. It was the angel of God who appeared to Joseph, reassuring him that Mary was in fact pregnant and by no human intervention. Don't miss this, but it was in his thoughts, the things that he pondered, that is when the angel of the Lord appeared to him, but it was Joseph's response that determined his faith and his belief. He had to have a relationship with God to allow his fears to be calmed and to faithfully walk in what God had told him to do. Mary's plans had been interrupted. Joseph's plans had been interrupted, yet both accepted God's plan. Mary experienced anxiety, and so did Joseph, yet they accepted God's plan. This did not mean that they wouldn't have questions, that they wouldn't experience concerns, that they wouldn't experience apprehension or fear, but they trusted in what God told them. They trusted and believed in God. When following God's plan, you may be met with some various levels of anxiety, our anxieties are often expressed in different ways. Moses used an excuse of his inability to speak. Abraham told the Egyptians that his wife Sarah was his sister. Jacob fled from his mother's home. Queen Esther asked others to pray for her. God understands as in our humanness, we have limitations. 
He understands our limitations, provide words of encouragement to get through them. In our confusion, in our anxiety, in our limitation, God provides words of encouragement. He cares about you and he offers reassurance as you walk in obedience to his will. Thank you.